This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com. Hey guys, quick thing. The Talksport Fan Network is proudly supported by Mook Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Mook Delivery brings a top tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with Mook Delivery. So the only question left to say is, are you in? Order now on the McDonald's app and you can get reward points delivered too. So the ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus, rewards registration required, points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hello and welcome to the Guna Talk. Back again with you guys for another episode of our Raw Reaction series, specifically the Arsenal Transfer Show, joining you every single morning at 8 a.m. UK time, keeping you up to date with all that's going on in the world of Arsenal transfers. Hope that you're having a fantastic week. Saturday is here. The weekend has arrived. Thank goodness that we've got this weekend because, you know, after a couple of days of transfer chaos, maybe we need a bit of a breather. Only joking. We love it and we need more of it. Good morning to you guys uh, in the chat box. David, good morning to you. Thank you for joining me. Simon, Mark, Trevor, Olu, hope you're doing good, guys. Guna Boy, Matt G, uh, Dark Lord Shadow, good morning to you. Damien, Sean, Jose, Kevin, good morning, guys. Hope you're all doing good and well. And to everybody else joining us in the chat box. Oh, and good to see you, my friend, in the chat box too. So many of you, thank you so much uh, for joining Make sure, if you haven't done so already, to drop a like on today's video and subscribe to the channel if you are indeed new around here with those notifications turned on so you never miss one of our shows. Without further ado, let's crack on with today's stories. We kick off with Alexandra Lacazette, who officially left Arsenal. Well, he will officially leave on the 30th of June, but it was confirmed by Arsenal yesterday that he would leave the club. He put out an interesting interview, actually, on the website. It was kind of good to see that official goodbye take place. Good to hear from him. Um, he will most likely, it seems, join Leon in the summer. And it opens up the opportunity for Arsenal, of course, to fill that gap. There were some reports suggesting that this move uh, would basically accelerate the deal for Gabriel Jesus. We'll see if that turns out to be true, whether or not that is real in the coming weeks or so. Jesus himself has said that, you know, only after Tuesday will we see some movement on some discussions and decision-making around his future. But uh, Lacazette moving on is definitely a step in the right direction to bring in that brand new striker next season. Now, Steve Bold, interestingly, has got a brand new job. He's joined Lommel SK in Belgium, who are a part of the City Football Group, uh, Manchester City's massive uh, complex of clubs around the world. Lomaleske are one of their teams, and Steve Bold has taken up a head coaching job over there. So it'll be interesting to see how he gets on in that role after, of course, he was sacked from the under-23s. And then Kevin Betsy came in and did massively better than Steve Bold did. But we still wish Steve Bold the best of luck in his <laughs> new job in Belgium. Um, 
Now, interestingly, Meza Ozil continues to make the news. Oh, Jorge Jesus, the uh, Fenerbahce's new manager, has come out and said that basically Ozil's time in the sun has come to an end. He will not be counting on him for next season. And Ozil will have to find a new club, it seems, if any, unless he makes the decision, of course, to end his career. But uh, just a small Ozil update there for you regarding his future. Now, moving more towards Arsenal transfers, Lucas Torreira has got a plethora of clubs now interested in him. And it was said yesterday, reportedly, that Lazio have begun negotiations over a possible deal to bring him to Rome for next season. Uh, Napoli, Roma, Valencia, all other teams that have also got an interest, along with, of course, Fiorentina. Hido Torreira has said that he wanted to return to Fiorentina. One of the most clear words in his answers to questions on his future was that he wanted to stay in Italy. Of course, Lazio would be able to give him that. And I think it would be a good move for him to join the Lazio midfield. If Arsenal can get a decent fee for him this summer, that's what they'll be hoping to work towards. Now, a player that could yet move on from Arsenal is Nuno Tavares. Um, he surprising. I say surprising. I don't know how surprising it actually is that he could move on. But reports coming out from The Athletic yesterday that he is being considered for a possible loan deal. It wouldn't be all that surprising, therefore, to then see Arsenal push ahead with a deal for a left-back, be that Aaron Hickey, be that Federico De Marco, be that a Zinchenko. We've been linked to a number of left backs, as we know. And Tavares has struggled in his first season to be you know, the consistent player that we've needed him to be when uh, Tierney's not there. And so, therefore, a move away from the club does make sense in regarding a loan deal. Where that might be, we don't know. We haven't had any names suggested of possible clubs that are interested as of yet. But a loan is possibly being considered for the young Portuguese defender. Very interesting indeed. Aaron Hickey, though, uh, just speaking of Tavares' exit, it could, of course, accelerate his move to the Emirates. However, Arsenal have got legitimate competition for Hickey signing. Brentford supposedly had an 11 million euro bid, plus add-ons turned down by Bologna. Uh, they're holding out for a fee in excess of 20 million euros to sign Hickey from them. Arsenal would be able to complete that deal. And loads of Italian sources have claimed that Arsenal are very, very close to this deal. However, we're still waiting to kind of see the English side of things get on this trail and say, yeah, absolutely, they are going to be signing him. We haven't had that that confirmation yet. And uh, with the Zinchenko news, that is more, I feel, credible from an English side of things. Um, it looked like he would probably be the number one pick by the club with Hickey coming in at a close second. If they look to bring in both of them, great, because I think Zinchenko can be a great midfield option for Arsenal. But Hickey, uh, if he is going to go anywhere, it does look like he'll go somewhere this summer with Newcastle and other side also interested in the Bologna defender. Now, we brought you that information yesterday that Arsenal had been rejected by not only Sassuolo, but also by Skamaka. Um, however, interestingly from Gazetta della Sport, that this is not a story that's immediately going to go away, it seems. Yes, Arsenal may have had this bid rejected of around €40 million. Euros. Uh, however, Sassuolo would be willing to do a deal at around €50 million Euros for Skamaka. Uh, how real the idea of him personally rejecting Arsenal is true, I don't know. How true this entire story is. It's very difficult because we have yet to get, as I said, uh, cross-reference sources confirming this. But it is, in my view, positive that we're seeing these links with other strikers, despite the fact 
Um, Jesus appears to be the club's primary transfer target in the striker position. What it does say to me is that perhaps Jesus is being considered as that wide forward option that would therefore replace Nicolas Pepe if he was to leave this summer. And Skamaka might come in as the main number nine option for the team, bringing some verticality and aerial presence to the side. But yeah, it seems that these links to the Italian are... Um, possible uh this summer i wasn't i wasn't going to say very real but i want to kind of wait until we see some um confirmation more from the english side of things but let's wait and see if skamaka doesn't turn. of course we've had the athletics say that he's one of the considered targets but we need to know whether or not that these bids these rejections are indeed accurate or not um moving on to our penultimate story and further information regarding Serge Gnabry was released yesterday uh in the sense that he's continued to reject this 90 million euro offer that's on the table um sport build have claimed that he can absolutely leave Bayern this summer and that Arsenal and Real Madrid are said to be the two teams to have the most interest in him how much Arsenal's interest in Gnabry is real or how much they would act upon it this summer is very questionable. Of course, James McNicholas from uh, The Athletic saying that he basically heard nothing uh, in regards to Arsenal having an interest in trying to attempt Serge Gnabry to the club. This is certainly one of those situations where a player has that connection, has that past, that nostalgia. And as soon as the possibility of him moving might come up, he will then get linked to Arsenal. I, as I have maintained throughout covering this story over on the channel here, that I feel that this would be a massive surprise if he was to end up at Arsenal this summer. If he is going to move anywhere, I would bank on it being Real Madrid, despite the fact that Demarcio has reported that Real Madrid aren't looking for a winger this summer. However, I think if he is one of those players that would move, it would be Real Madrid. Liverpool would also be a possible another option with Sadio Mane moving in the other direction to Bayern Munich, it seems, this summer. So I would expect Arsenal not to get... Gnabry if it was going to be one of the players in the wide position that are available this summer. Sorry, it's just a reality. And uh, Darwin Nunez is our main story of the day as after a long period without any kind of mention whatsoever, it was reported that he is expected to make a move to the Premier League and that the clubs that are up there with possible chances of signing him are Manchester United, Arsenal and Chelsea as possible destinations that he may end up moving to. Um, uh, look, I, I don't think that Arsenal are going to sign Darwin Nunez. I'm going to be very, very blunt and honest about this. I'm not going to completely rule it out as I would never really do um, unless, you know, I'm absolutely sure. But things change very quickly in transfer windows. But I have no confidence at all that Nunez will arrive at Arsenal. It looks to be that if he goes anywhere, it would probably be Manchester United. Um, that still, in my mind, doesn't make all that much sense because they don't have Champions League football and that's supposedly what he wanted. But uh, yeah, I, I feel like um, they would be the closest. Uh, Owen says he's also read that Liverpool are another team interested. Exactly. There's there are just so many other bigger sides that are linked with uh, Nunez. I feel like Liverpool would make sense considering it would be a bit of a response to the... Erling Haaland signing, signing by um, by Manchester City. So that would make a lot more sense to me. However, it does seem that Darwin Nunez will move on from Benfica this summer and it seems that the Premier League will be his destination. So it could be a situation where, you know, Haaland, Nunez all end up in the Premier League next season and it's going to end up being quite the fantasy football decision to make for your fantasy teams as to who you pick up front. 
next season with the amount of forwards that are going to be playing in the Premier League. Um, but that is our final story of the day, um, which means that we will be moving on to your questions in the chat box after this short break. Okay, then let's tackle some of your questions from the chat box. Um, let's go to Kevin, who says, uh, We have good links to Gabriel Jesus. I'm going to try and guess all of these players based upon their initials now. Alexander Zinchenko, uh, Aaron Hickey, and wow, YT. Who on earth is YT? What? <laughs> Why can't I work out who YT is? From reports we have given on VO and <laughs> DN. <laughs> Kevin, you're not helping me here. You're making me think at 8am in the morning. This doesn't help me. Victor Ozimen, of course, and Darwin Nunez. Are those two? Who is YT? Yuri Tielemans. Thank you. Of course. Thank you, YouTube. For that, I appreciate the help. Man, it's so early. Kevin, don't do this to me. Don't make me think. (laughs) Don't let me try and work out all of these abbreviations. Um, With transfer window being one month away, do you now not feel a little concerned about no plan B? Uh, No, I'm not concerned yet. I told you, when we get to July... I'll be concerned. <laughs> That's when I'm going to get concerned. There's no need to ask me about whether I'm worried. We could get to the 20th of June and not sign anyone yet. Ask me in July. That's when I'll be concerned about where we're at. Um, John says, not to inconvenience anybody, but I just got here. Could you start over? No. <laughs> but what I will do is tell you to go and scroll back to the start of the video, John, and thank you for joining us. Uh, VJ says, uh, Nunez going to Man United because Man United just had their biggest overhaul and started their project rebuild. Man United is a big, attractive club, even though they're outside of the Europa League. Of course they are. But the other kind of question of Nunez was that he specifically reportedly wanted to go to a Champions League team. And so without Champions League football, even Man United, I would have questioned as a destination. Um, let's go to uh, Abenav, who says, Hi, Tom, should we look for a back? I hate the word backup. Um, I've said that before. Let's just tweak it. Should we go for a competitive option for Martin Odegaard since we have many games to play? Or is Smith Rowe that, that player? I think Smith Rowe can play at 10, and I think if Odegaard isn't available, maybe you would go for um, Smith Rowe at 10. I think Tielemans can obviously offer more offensive nature in the midfield if you were to say pair him with Partey and you know put Lukonga at six or put Elneny at six or Xhaka you know I think that Tielemann, Xhaka, Partey is a midfield that could work if Erdegaard isn't available for whatever reason I think there are options John it does seem yes we have moved away from Isaac at the moment uh, yeah, yeah, it's all right, Matt. Yeah, YT. Uh, Gray says, as fans, we should be demanding the board buy players of the caliber of Darwin Nunez and Gnabry. We can't keep accepting mediocrity. How else do we start challenging for the Prem as we should be? You know, I had a discussion um, the other day with someone in the comment section about um, they said we should be applying pressure. What are, I don't really know what that means. And as you said there, Gray, we should be demanding. What do we do? Like, I'm interested for people's thoughts. What do you do? People say protest. How? How is that going to be effective? How do we demand more? Um, you know, I'm kind of we're looking at Arsenal's recruitment and seeing us turning things around. You know, I'm pretty pleased with you know the things that we've done and the way in which we're changing the way we recruit players at the club. Um, so demanding players like Darwin Nunez can have pretty sure. You know, we are being linked with some pretty impressive players. Like Gabriel Jesus is a very impressive player. 
Um, and I think he's being underrated still by a lot of the people that are not particularly happy with him as a potential option. At the end of the day, I don't really care how much we pay for him, you know, whether or not he's got a year left on his deal or not. I'd like to see him at Arsenal next season. I think it would be a step in the right direction for players that we've been linked to. So um, I, I think he's of a calibre of player that, yeah, would, would be up there with those types. Darwin Nunez, of course, is one of those potential candidates. And he's, a, he's full of potential, but there's no guarantee about his quality because he's only been playing very well for Benfica. Of course, he's done well in the Champions League, but there's no guarantee that he acclimatises to the Premier League. Whereas Jesus, you know, you've got a ready-made striker option for Arsenal as well. Uh, the Harry Thomas says, I love that. I love people put the at the start of their name. Hi, <laughs> Tom. How many non-EU players are we allowed? Uh, are we allowed? Newcastle looking at Brazilians midfielders if they get Paqueta. Any news on Danilo? No, there isn't. Uh, I assume you mean the Palmeiras central midfielder. There's been nothing else since January. Still think with Europa, we need a few more youngsters. Um, basically, what happens with the EU side of things, it's it's not that complicated. Basically, Arsenal can have 17 non-homegrown players in the squad. Now, based upon players like Pablo Marie, Pepe, Leno, um, who else is there that will probably be moving on that's non-homegrown? Um, Torreira. Lacazette obviously has moved on. Um Yang's moved on recently. We've moved on quite a lot of non-homegrown players. Kalasnac has left, of course. Um, we will be down to quite a you know a big void of players that we can still add to the team. We've still got to move some players on, sure. But I think actually that will help with the players that we could bring in in the summer. So that's a positive. Um, but EU-wise, um, European players-wise, you know, we can bring in plenty. So I don't think you need to worry about that easily four or five without any kind of issue uh i'm really sorry i'm gonna, I'm gonna pronounce this xit is what i'm gonna say uh, our claims on a transfer ban due to an illegal marquinhos bid got any validity mm, no uh, as far as i'm aware no nah. it's alleged stuff anyway um and i would have faith that arsenal wouldn't have done something like that if they do obviously will be very critical but i don't think they would have put themselves in a position to risk it over a player like Marquinhos at all. So I'm not concerned by that at all. Aribi says, Tom, what do you know about Kukurea's links? And what do you think about him? Going to Manchester City from the sounds of things. And yeah, I do like him, but he won't be going to Arsenal this summer. Uh, Ashwin says, Tom, if Pepe leaves, out of 10, what do you think of the chances we buy another wide forwards? Seven? I think Jesus could count towards one if we then bring in another striker. So I'd probably give it a seven. Uh, Bismarck Ops says, uh, Tom, what do you think about Mathieu Nunez? Uh, Clive posted about him on Twitter. Is this the sporting uh, central midfielder? I don't know too much about him, but if Clive's recommending him, you know, there must be something good about him. That's for sure. I haven't seen too much of him, to be honest. Uh, Gao Sitwi says, uh, I should probably pronounce really wrong. <laughs> Post Brexit, EU and non EU both need work permits there. Yes, and Arsenal actually can't sign players of a certain age group now as well from the EU. That's why you saw a couple of years ago we went and signed Joel Idaho, George Lewis, uh, Nikolai Moller. We rushed into the market and got quite a few youngsters in from the EU because of these change in, in policies, basically. So, yeah, it's going to be something similar. Um, Moving forwards, we're not going to see anything about that. Uh, Anton says, how often do protests against club owners actually work? Uh, the, obviously, the Super League one, you look at as an obvious example. But beyond that, yeah, there isn't really an example. Uh, Billy says, rate this transfer window out of 10. Jesus, Tillemans, Skamaka, Zinchenko, six. It's not enough. It's just not enough, Billy, unfortunately. So I'd probably give it a six. It's some very good signings in there. 
but it's not enough. Uh, Arsenal need more than that. The Sox guy says, might have missed it, but what's your opinion on Perisic down the road? It's a very classic Conte signing, to be honest. Uh, it's a very classic, typical move that you would see made by Conte. It could leave them stranded in a year's time with a lot of... Um, it would leave them with a lot of older players. Um, and you can see what happened with Chelsea and with Inter and you know stuff like that. Uh, Harvey says, my prediction is Arsenal won't sign more than four players, left back, a midfielder and two forwards. Well, I mean, we've already signed a goalkeeper, so you can add that to your list as well. And it looks like Marquinhos will be coming in as a winger as well. Uh, ben Coz says, do you think Arsenal are planning to replace Pepe with Marquinhos? No, I don't think so. I think Marquinhos is seen as a bit of a bonus signing this summer, to be honest. Uh, Gray says, if Virgil van Dijk says Nunez was the best striker he'd come up against last season, that's good enough for me. Is Jesus going to score 20-plus goals? I'm not sure. I hope I'm wrong. Me too. Uh, Schrodinger's Catflap says, did you look into Kone? No, I haven't looked into Kone. I brush mentioned Gladbach at all. Um, because we've not really been heavily linked to him. So I just haven't looked into him. Uh, Bro says, shouldn't Saliba be back by now as our player, at least formally, or is it going to happen? He's with the French national team. In fact, he played, I think, last night in the French national side. Let me just check that quickly. I'm pretty sure he came off the bench for Varane. Um, I might be wrong, but I'm pretty sure that he did come off the bench. Um, Why have they not... Here we go. France one, Denmark two. Wow. Okay. There you go. So yeah, William Saliba did come off the bench, and after he came off the bench, did they score? After <laughs> it's going to be really awkward if he came off the bench and then they scored twice. Ah, uh, he he they did. Yes. In fact, they scored seven minutes after he came on, and then in the eighty eighth minute they scored as well. Wow. So. <laughs> Uh, I haven't seen the goals, so I can't tell you whether or not he was at fault for those goals, but uh, he did play last night. Uh, I'll have to go and watch the highlights. Uh, Knuckles says, is there any free transfers uh, that catch your eye? Taliso is obviously one. Uh, Roman uh, Romagnoli is another one, although I don't know if or not if he signed a new deal with uh, AC Milan yet. Let me have a quick check. Uh, no, doesn't look like he has signed a new deal yet. Uh, so Romagnoli would be another... I think he's left-footed as well. So let me have a quick check on that because I don't want to be wrong. I hate being wrong. Uh, <laughs> he is left-footed indeed. So yeah, he's possibly one that stands out as a potential option. So there's a few. Uh, Paul Pogba, but he looks like he's going to Juventus. But I would have taken Pogba. People might call me mad, but I really, really would have taken him. I think there would have been a motivation there to do really well at Arsenal, and that would have been interesting indeed. Uh, Owen says, are people writing off Kirantini too soon? Uh, hard to find players with his character. I think it's just obviously the the injury record, I think, Owen, that obviously people are finding it very, very difficult to um, to get over. Uh, and knowing that you know, you've know you got someone like Tavares being the backup for what potentially could be a third to half of the season is is never going to be convincing enough for people. So, no, I don't think people are writing off too soon. I think people have got legitimate concerns about how many games he can apply to a season. Uh, Val Sachs says, Tom, we're taking a gamble on Danny Drinkwater. No, thank you. Um, not for me. Not the type of player we should be looking to. Uh, Vijay says, Arsenal should sign players from La Liga. There's lots of talented players there. Look, we should just sign. I don't particularly care where a player comes from. As long as they're good enough, that's all I care about. You know, I just want to see players that are of a level that are going to give us plenty of quality. I don't care what country they're from. I don't care what league they're from. I just want to see uh, an improvement in positions at Arsenal. Uh, Prez says, as much as I would love Gnabry to come back, we simply don't need him since we have Saka and Nelson. 
Wow. Prez, I wouldn't be saying Nelson is a reason not to sign one of the best wide forwards slash forwards in the world. Uh, so I wouldn't be saying. So I do disagree with you, to be honest. And Pepe is going to be moving on from what we're hearing. Uh, Ed says, which of these returning loan players would you guess we will be unable to move on? I'd guess Mainsley. Um, it's a good question, actually. Which of the loan players would we struggle to move on? Bellerin's an interesting one because Betis don't have any money uh, and they really want Arsenal to just kind of rip up his contract at this stage. But Arsenal, from the sounds of it, and rightly aren't going to do that. Um, but I think Mainsley is a good shout. Is a very, very good shout, to be fair, Ed. Yeah, I think you're probably spot on with Mainsley in that regard. Uh, Guna, say, Guna Jake says, uh, Tom, would you take Corne of Burnley as an alternative? No, I wouldn't. He's just not not of the level of forward that I would like to see. I like, I do like him. I just think I want better than him. I don't think that's a bad thing to want better than him whatsoever. Uh, Daniel says, Tom, let's manifest Gnabry positive vibes only. Sorry, mate. I just can't do it. I've got to be honest with you. Uh, Isaac says, can you list three players we are not linked with who would be amazing for us? I got asked this question the other day about just one player. And now, now we want three. Oh, goodness. Okay. Pedro Gonchalves is a wide forward. Striker. We're not being linked to Latara Martinez at the moment, really. So I would probably say him. I know we have been linked to him in the past but we're not linked to him right now. So Lataro Martinez, Pedro Gonçalves is a striker and wide forward. And central midfielder would be Milinkovic-Savic. Um, there would be the three that I would give you. So there you go. Uh, NSW says, 804 of you watching, but only 30 likes. Smash that like button. Is there really only 30 likes? That's ridiculous. There's 130. Okay, there's more than we thought. <laughs> Thank you. Please do drop a like on the video if you haven't done so already, guys. It really does help out. The channel, uh, Mysterious Billionaire says, if we were trying to get Dusan Vlaovic, shouldn't we be in for Nunez as well? I get what you're saying. They are quite similar in, in regards to profile. The difference is, I think that from the sounds of it, Benfica are asking for a fee. Arsenal aren't willing to spend on one striker. That's why we're not going for Victor Ozyman. Um, the, the 80 million, 90 million euro bid that was reported, I just don't buy that. I don't think that's true. Um, I think Arsenal are going to look to bring in you know, two forwards for the 40 to 50 kind of region. That's why Skamaka and Jesus make a lot of sense from these links that we're hearing at the moment. Um, Ian says, any other fullback from the Premier League team that we can get? Zinchenko obviously makes a lot of sense. Uh, Castagna, I like a lot at Leicester. He's a possible option that I think maybe Arsenal could look to. Uh, Valsak says, Tom, shouldn't Arsenal be scouring the Championship and League One for a few players as there's a lot of holes to be filled in the squad with a limited budget? Um how limited? How many limited do people think we are? Out of interest, in the chat box, put the figure that you think Arsenal in pounds have available to spend this summer. I'm curious to what people's opinions are because I keep hearing these words of limited and restricted budgets. How much do you think, just purely based on what you've read, heard, listened to, reported, what kind of feeling do you get around how much you think Arsenal have to spend this summer? Uh, Cameron says 120 million. IF says. 200 million. Temi says 40 million. This is crazy, the, the variation. Uh, Vicar says 200. Burr says 100. Mike says 150. Um, it's very split. 180s, 140s, 150s. 150 seems to be the most common. I think that's probably because that's what we spent last summer. Um, 180 says Alex. I mean, it's it's pretty, it's pretty well spread. Uh, Ian reckons a net of 80 million. Don't you know, we'll get Mo on the channel and talk about net spend. But uh, yeah, no, 80 million net. How much do you think we're going to make? That's mad. 
approximately 150 billion, says Matt G. I, mm, I do differ slightly <laughs> from that prediction. 100 million plus one pounds. Yes, it's not a bad shout. Not a bad shout at all. <laughs> it could be done. Yeah, look, I... I think, in my view, if I was going to put a number on what I think we'll spend, I've predicted I think we will spend, not net, but just gross spend more than what we did last summer. That That's my prediction, is that I think we'll spend more than what we did last summer. But I also think we'll make a lot more money than we did last summer. So it might not end up being a net uh, uh, bigger spend, a bigger net spend than we saw last summer. But it might... I think it will be a bigger gross spend um, than last summer. That's kind of where my head's at with this one. Uh, Lemalian says, money is not the issue. We're just not going to go for the big players. We are going for the level below. Well, I mean, if we go for someone like Gabriel Jesus, you know, I think that is a very, very, very strong level. Yuri Tillemans was, and for many, still is considered one of the best central midfielders outside of the big six teams. Um, these aren't players that I would say are below the top level. I would say they're not the world-class players. That's how I mean, Jesus, I know a lot of people in the game that really say that this guy is world-class. And, you know, I do, I am privy to leaning towards their view on it. But, you know, when I think of world-class from my perspective, I go to Lewandowski, I go to Benzema, you know, these types of figures. And Jesus isn't of that level. So I think that because of that, we are going for a level that probably isn't going to be world-class. I think we need to target players that have the potential to be world-class, and that's a different thing. So there are options for Arsenal. Um, that's that. That's the difference, I think, from where we're at and where people want us to be. Uh, Cameron says, you're crazy. We ain't spending more. Maybe I'm crazy. <laughs> it's just what I think. I think we might spend more than we did last summer. Let's wait and see. Um, we're going to wrap things up there. Thank you so much, guys, for tuning in, as always. If you haven't already done so, wow, struggle with that sentence, press the like button. It really does help out. Subscribe to the channel if you're new. I forgot to mention that we hit 32,000 subs. I know we're like 200 subs above that now, but thank you to everybody that's helped us hit 32,000. Um, I mentioned it on the tactical breakdown, but I haven't mentioned it on the morning show. So thank you to everybody that's helped us get to that level. I really do appreciate it. Um, it's, it's mad. Uh, this community keeps on growing every single year. So thank you for everybody that has become part of it and made this part of your morning routine or evening or lunchtime no matter where you are in the world really appreciate your time in listening to the channel and our thoughts and feelings there is no show tomorrow morning no show at 8 a.m tomorrow so don't tune in tomorrow hoping there's gonna be a show sunday is the day off for the moment that might change certain weeks but sundays are my day off from the mornings so i will see you in a morning show on monday so make sure you tune in back on monday for the next 8 a.m show have a fantastic weekend people i'll see you again very very soon and as always, up the Arsenal. It's the 90 plus minute. All your mates around and you've got a McNuggets share box ready to go. And you know a late winner's coming. Your mates already got booked for a double dip in and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfection. Order now on the McDonald's app for your delivery. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.